0: Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
1: VGW Group, no purchase necessary. where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18+. Ready to rumble? Let's step into the ring. Welcome to In This Ring.
0: The greatest wrestling podcast in the history of the universe, and now Joe Pizapia.
1: Hey, yo! What's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia. Welcome to In This Ring, the greatest wrestling podcast in the history of the universe. It's you and it's me We're talking all things wrestling here on the In This League Podcast Network. Don't forget to join the ITL Army over on Patreon. Support the Bogman and the Welsh, and of course, make sure you follow us on the Twitter machine at In This Ring at Joe pizapia seventeen. And today. It's about the Royal Rumble. That's right. We're going to talk about predictions, previews. We'll touch on a few AW things, a little recap of Raw, Triple X, the Raw 30th anniversary. All the member berries you can have uh, yet again, but the ratings are up. So what are you going to do? And today, to break it all down with me, is a good friend from the fantasy industry the one, the only Brian Drake. You can follow him on the Twitter machine at Drake Fantasy. He hosts the Fantasy Football Hustle. He's on Sirius XM Radio. He does a ton of stuff, and he's a huge wrestling nerd just like you and me. So, Drake, it's great to see you, my friend. Great to have you on the program. How are you this morning?
0: I am happy to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. And the Royal Rumble, it doesn't matter if you're a wrestling fan from 20 years ago or if you're a wrestling fan that you know, is just popping into the culture today. The Royal rumble is the best event. Mm -hmm. Even to me, it's better than WrestleMania because you don't have to be a fan to enjoy it. You can just sit down, watch guys and girls come out and just say, I want this guy to win. Oh, who's going to be next. It's everything we love about wrestling. It's pops, it's returns, it's surprise intrigue. It's the best. And the bar
1: has been set so low because last year was so terrible it was probably one of the bottom three rumbles ever. I mean, it was bad. I mean, Shane McMahon, no selling Brock Lesnar. I mean, it was just it just nothing, nothing about the Rumble last year worked. It was a hot mess. This year, I have much higher expectations. We were talking before the show, too, about, you know, is this going to be a situation where Triple H respects the people in the back a little bit more, and you see more people on the roster in the Rumble and less of the surprise entrance. We'll find out what that. Is going to be at the end of the day but uh you're 100 right the rumble is the most fun I- in so many ways wrestlemania is you know i'm glad it's a two-day event now because it went in that one six-hour show it was just like it was exhausting it was just too much uh i like that it's spread out over the two days but there's so much pomp and circumstance SummerSlam is great in its own way survivor series is is whatever it is now i always think money in the bank now is kind of like the the big four. Like Survivor Series isn't a thing to me
0: anymore as much as Money in the Bank. What do you think about that? Yeah. I think you're right. When it was the Thanksgiving Eve tradition and there were the teams, even though it was yes. stupid, and, it, you know, it's, you know, the <laughs> no, the, well, the ultimate maniacs. I mean, every year there was some stupid team name, but it was, that was fun because like, all right, what mishmash of guys they're going to throw together and make a team and they're going to fight some other guys. And, and who cares? It doesn't even have to be that storyline driven to be a Royal Rumble or a Survivor Series match. But yeah, you're right. Money in the Bank now is so fun because of that opportunity. It's like the Rumble. You know whoever wins on Saturday is going to WrestleMania, and they are going to be a major player for the next few months for the WWE. And that's what Money in the Bank is. It puts somebody on the map, and that's what wrestling fans want to see. They want to see who's next.
1: Yeah, agreed 100%. All right, before we get into all the WWE stuff, let's just touch on uh, a few uh, AEW items. Uh, obviously, last week was difficult because the the network did not want to, you know, we talked about Jay Briscoe last week and the untimely pass, a horrible situation there, we all know. And it obviously affected the locker room a great deal. And then they really couldn't talk about it. They ended up doing a show after because I guess the network didn't want to continue to, they didn't want to have the Briscoes on. They didn't want to have them as part of the show. That was obviously some you know direction they were going. Apparently now you're going to get Mark though uh and he is going to end up fighting Jay Lethal this week in the tribute match, which I can't believe they're doing it so soon i i I think that that's really quick. um the guy didn't even honestly. die a week ago I mean I can't believe i mean, are you surprised that i mean I understand like it? that's kind of their i mean is, I understand like maybe that's part of the healing process and wanting to be out there with the people
0: and stuff, but I don't know it feels very quick to me right and and where do you go from here so Mark comes out. <laughs> And they give him a big, people are going to go nuts for him. Right. And they're going to stand. Sure. And the guy. The guy's probably going to cry walking to the ring, you know, and maybe that's what they're looking for. Who knows in, in a weird way, wrestling is a, an odd industry where they're looking for eyeballs <laughs> and they're looking for clicks and, and whatever, but all right. So he beats Jay Lee. He's going to win. You know, it's going to be something, maybe some guys come out and help him, and some of his old friends from the past. But where where do you go from here? Do you start elevate? I mean, Lethal's in a tag program and now he's doing the singles gimmick here this week. Like mm-hmm. where do you go from here with Mark anywhere? Yeah. I mean, does he just go back to ring of honor? He's still got the tag straps. They're going to make that.
1: Well, now. that's the whole thing. It's like, you're going to have to give that up or he's going to have to get a new partner, but are you ready to, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's weird. You're right. You're a hundred percent correct. I don't know where it's going from here.
0: Maybe um, it starts a tag program where then Jarrett <clears throat> and, and lethal go and they fight Mark and his partner of his choosing for, the tag straps and they kind of try to elevate ring of honor a little bit that way. Who knows? I don't know. It just feels a little rushed to me. I mean, I'm yeah. glad he's getting that moment. Cause obviously it's something he
1: wanted, but I hope it's not something Tony is exploiting and pushing. Like They're I already I selling know. t-shirts. <laughs> I know. I know it's, it's rough. Um, also kind of rough and interesting you know the the classic AEW thing where you bring back somebody and everybody's really excited, or you bring in somebody and somebody's very excited, and then the fan base immediately turns on them like a, a month later. So Soraya comes back to the biggest pop ever; everyone's so excited, and then a month later she's a heel, and and everybody wants to boo her. And they've embraced it, which I give them credit for. And Tony Storm, same thing. It's like, oh yeah, look at that. We took one of the best young NXT women who was getting crapped on the uh, in the main roster of WWE. And you know what? We love her until we don't. Cause, cause no, cause she's not one of our AEW people. Is that something that the AEW crowd just can't get past? Like do, do they at the end of the day, do they still hate anybody that's not in that indie wrestling scene that comes through that AEW system, no matter how much, I mean, it's kind of hypocrisy because they like Moxley, right? And they like some of these other people, they like Adam mm-hmm. Cole, but, you know, they think of Adam Cole as Ring of Honor. They think of Adam Cole as the guy who never got a shot on the main roster, all that stuff. Like, is that, is that the thing? Like, can you not have success anywhere else in <laughs> the WWE world and then come to
0: AEW and really be embraced? I think if you look at the crowd at AEW, and you look at the crowd, and I noticed this and made the comment Monday night for the Raw 30 show. Look at that crowd of people. A couple of years ago, WWE was really trying to talk to the younger kids. That crowd, Monday night, and AEW is the exact same. It's a bunch of 30, 35-year-old guys. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Right. And those guys at, at AEW, you gotta like AEW because you're a hardcore wrestling fan. Like any casual, they can pick up WWE You can find it anywhere. The AEW guys, you have to seek that out. You got to know a backstory about a lot of these guys. Right. And when someone like Soraya comes in, number one, her matches have been terrible. So these no, they haven't been good. These fans are honored just because of that. Uh and, and it's there's too many. They've now been conditioned in AEW that every show someone knew is going to come back, but then they get put on the shelf. How many returns have we seen in AEW? And the guys, yeah. guys they don't do anything anymore. Their roster is so bloated at this point that nothing means anything anymore. And, and the, all these matches on uh, Rampage and Dynamite, it's just, it's kind of thrown together. Like there, There's not a great storyline. So you get tired of these guys. There, there's no build to anything really outside of the world title.
1: I agree. And, and, and it's unfortunate because there's a lot of talent that they bring. I'm hoping they don't screw up this Adam Cole return because they've actually got a real baby face on the show. And this is something going back three years ago. Our old partner Nate used to talk about, he's like, you can't book AW because everyone's a heel. Everybody wants to be a bad guy. Everybody wants to be a tough guy. And there's no, there's no good guys. And then it's hard to be a good guy in modern day wrestling, but it's even harder in that specific crowd that you're talking about because you got to have the street cred to be like cool indie rebellious kind of whatever to get behind them but it's kind of like that's why they still love brian danielson because he gave the two middle fingers to wwe at the end of the day and said no i'm gonna go and do this and they love that they embrace it because he did that because he walked away from the man you know it's like the sticking it to the man kind of stuff And I feel like, you know, you have all this talent, like the guys like Swerve were really good. There's, there's, you know, Miro, what's Miro doing? Andrade doesn't do anything like (laughs) people you want to watch. They're just not there. Um, I hope they don't screw up the Adam Cole thing. Uh, I will say this two weeks in a row, Brian Danielson, the Takeshita match and the Bandito match were great. That was Mm -hmm. super fun to watch. Uh, I was, you know, very pleased with, with checking out those matches, but you know, when MJF's not in the building, it's less fun. Let's just be honest and and it just it's very it's continues to be an up and down kind of situation. Let's talk a little about Raw 30 too. Mm-hmm. Um is it still going? It might DX, still be going.
0: Is the bloodline it, still in the ring? You know, let's talk about that because they're getting <laughs> some heat
1: because because the Becky Lynch Bailey match got cut. They are getting heat because you know, the because they said the Bloodline ran too long or whatever that was. Here's what I don't understand. The Bloodline thing I thought was great. I thought it was the best thing they had done on TV for a while. I thought the match right after it was very necessary to move the story of Sammy stepping in and and they're like huge babyface Usos then maintaining the, the tag team championships. The first hour of Raw, the numbers were through the roof and it was out without any of the old farts coming back either. It was just the Bloodline stuff and it was great. If you're gonna trim something, trim the Sonia Deville, Bianca, Charlotte stuff that into made no uh, sense. it. Made Didn't no you, sense. You need to be there. If you are, and here's the thing too, physically, if you're gonna drop down a cage, you know this. I know this. It takes manpower. It takes time. You got to do it, lock it in, make sure everything's safe to then run the match. Why would you do all that and then do what you did and cut that as opposed which which takes more laborious moments in order to to get the cage back up and do all these things? It wasn't so much that they cut down the women's stuff. It's which women's thing they decided to cut down. I think that this is the bigger problem. What do you think about everything here?
0: Yeah. It, just to touch on that, they had flair there. So they had to bring him out so we can right. introduce Charlotte. And then,
1: and you want to start the Charlotte
0: Bianca. Right, they're stuff, likely going like to match that could up be a thing. at yeah. Her uh, flair and Belair likely at mania. Uh, it makes a lot of sense. Um, but they also did not do a great job. That, that's the go home raw for the rumble. And the, it's like the people in the ring had a crowbar in. Oh, by the way, i'm bianca bella I'm, I'm fighting alexa bliss this weekend uh mm-hmm. yeah. you know but in terms of the bloodline match i had my whole family watching it because they know i'm a wrestling fan i'm like hey listen this is big deal to daddy he's been watching this show since day right. one Hang i want to see Dad. what happens yeah <laughs> so they're like all right dad's gonna watch and so the kids are kind of watching my wife's kind of half watching she knows who some of the people are. they're they keep asking like why who's the guy with the red hair why does he want to be with these other guys i'm like just go with it all right it's a thing sammy Zane's amazing
1: yeah. well they got the whole story because they had
0: all of the exhibits exhibit a yeah. exhibit all oh, those were they great. put a lot of production into that and yeah was it long yes Heyman didn't do his best work it seemed like he was kind of stumbling over things and I, there was a lot of things on that show that people kind of were stumbling over it didn't work if it's if it's hogan's mike or the undertaker's bike but oh, the uh the undertaker bike i was gonna get to that
1: <laughs> save that i don't
0: think oh my god
1: but... you know what that, that, that there was enough time of him trying to get onto the bike, down the ramp, and then back up the ramp and turn the bike back on, park the bike, all this stuff. That alone could have been the cage match.
0: Oh, yeah. And and you've got guys (laughs) in the crowd talking to Undertaker, standing next to him like, buddy, you got to turn this down here. (laughs) Tremendous. But the the Bloodline thing was good because you know it's building to something. They, They showed you with all the exhibits. This thing is building to something bigger. And Rain said something very, very interesting multiple times. And he goes, I don't want to see it till see the him. rumble. Yeah. They have a show on Friday. So right. you don't want to say something's going to happen where either he comes out, and has to make a save or mm-hmm. they're, they're going to play it up. These, these guys I are they're smart enough here when they write this show. Well, they wouldn't say that multiple times knowing there's a show on Friday. That's actually right. A, and after Sammy now.
1: still saved their bacon, he said it again. He's like, that's a good job by Sammy. Blah, blah, blah. I still don't want to see him till Saturday.
0: And then maybe uh, Saturday right. he needs him for something. Sammy comes. Obviously, Sammy's going to be involved in that match with Kevin Owens, or uh, who knows? Look, maybe they make him a referee. This is referee, the but,
1: best so. long-term storytelling they've ever done. I I believe when we look back at the Bloodline, this faction will be thought of in in look. Although the NWO was a radical hot thing that that was the biggest thing in wrestling and took over and took WCW off There's in a rocket ship, It was. A short window of time. Mm-hmm. This bloodline storyline for two years has been a much better long-term story than the NWO. And the fact that you know NWO got so watered down, it's the wolf pack, and it's five thousand people in the NWO, and everybody's in the NWO. And eventually it's like, well, I'm con- totally confused. What does anything mean? To me, that that whole nonsense, like it just it was great for a short period of time. This has been really good for a long period of time. And although the Four Horsemen were another great faction. Who put sold a lot of tickets and stuff like that the long-term storytelling aspect of of the horseman is not as fascinating as because people forget about the whole Jey uso stuff like how great was that the whole Jey uso thing first to get him in the fold and then jimmy <clears throat> and then you bring in the solo stuff later and then all the matches roman had against all these high-tier people rollins and claudio and all these people over the year like it, it was a really just if you, when we look back on it, I think we're going to say, wow,
0: that was an incredible job. And everybody hammers WWE about long-term and storytelling. And they do. They could spin this forward too. Cause eventually Roman's not going to be there every right. day. And you know, maybe Jay takes over the bloodline. Then they bring up, they don't have a female aspect to it. Right. Maybe you bring someone. I mean, they got the rocks daughter, you know, she's trained. She's yeah. But you, you find somebody you and they got enough family members they could find somebody mm-hmm. and that could kind of give a new flavor to it almost like we, like we see rhea ripley with the judgment day is now you know they've yeah. got that female angle so you know it just spins it different ways and again i don't know how many other family well, like, members jay,
1: jay uso to me is the solos a breakout star of 2023 but jay uso is the guy that's elevated i think been elevated the most of this whole bloodline stuff in the last two
0: years like he his work has been terrific and did you notice and i, I don't try to get caught up into this because you know. Vince and Triple H and and Bruce and all the guys that are making the decisions. Do you notice they finally now started showing the multiple belts and they're talking about because you've seen the rumors out there. They're going to end up losing one of these straps. Yeah, it could Mm -hmm. be the same with Roman where they don't it's not just like one. It's two belts when he Mm comes. They're just talking about the Ross the raw tag team championships and they even had a graphic with like with Roman the belt was two different colors and it's just little things I I picked up on there's going to be uh, If they combine it into one, I don't think that's a bad thing. But
1: if they do separate out again, I continuously say, I mean, there's an opportunity here to run. You know, night one of Sammy and Roman at WrestleMania, you can run that, have Sammy lose, then come back and wrestle the next night with KO against the Usos and win those belts. If you want to if you want to do that necessarily, because what it does is it puts more heat on Roman that the next night when he faces Cody that you really want Cody to win. Like you really want that revenge. Like that could push Mm -hmm. it a little more or you save that for later. Like you just do the Usos thing and you have that run separately. They have options. I know the rock, they say he's not coming, but you know, we're wrestling fans. We know not to pay attention to that at all. Uh, That's the other thing too, is to have the, you know, to have Cody win night one and then rock Roman night two and then Roman retain and you keep him as the smackdown champion it's just they they take a hit but you still you've crowned a new champion and all that stuff um the the funny thing about the undertaker is i guarantee you the thought process was hey undertaker's entrance takes forever he would just put him on the goddamn motorcycle so it'll be a little <laughs> faster and it had the opposite effect like it ended up taking longer because he couldn't get the damn thing to work and it wasn't the first time i feel like every time he did that it would always be issues
0: like you didn't know how to turn it on oh it's just It's because it's probably not his bike. He's got no idea. You know, they need Diamond Dallas Page from uh, WrestleMania 5 or whatever that was, driving the pink Cadillac with Rhythm and Blues down. Diamond Dallas (laughs) Page was in the building. He was playing poker. He could have helped out. You put Undertaker (laughs) in a sidecar and Diamond Dallas Page looking like a broke down limo driver drives him to the ring. Uh, The the DX
1: stuff with Kurt Angle was fun. I enjoyed it. It was silly, but it was fun. I love that Imperium was the... Show, I love Imperium. I am giving the such... rub.
0: That's great. Rub for those guys. I agree. Guys.
1: I agree. Um, Gunter is just, I mean, I've been watching him since he was just in Europe, and it, he's just a menace. Um, and I love the it, three of them, reshaping
0: too. his body, too. Look oh, at all better. three of them. I mean, yes. the,
1: the other two Fabian. Well, I keep calling him Fabian, but Giovanni Vinci and and uh, I always want to call him Marcel Bartel, but he's not. He is, um, what's his name now? <laughs> I can't remember it. I just went on my head. Um, they're they're really committed to themselves physically i mean it's just fantastic and the match was really good too street profits like montez is clearly going to be a a sure. big deal like he, he's clearly going to be that um he's done a nice and, job
0: too thickening up
1: yeah yeah um here's a question for you too um the ending with brock lesnar bobby lashley and all that stuff coming out I'm all for this because I like the idea of Lesnar and Lashley. Like to me, that's a good match. That's a WrestleMania match that I've got to sell see. tickets
0: and you put Lesnar's name on the marquee for WrestleMania. What do you do then with Austin Theory at WrestleMania? Uh, this because be the other spoiler. one doesn't
1: need, it doesn't need a belt. Oh, I, Bobby I gotta... Lashley doesn't need a belt, you know, Ludwig Kaiser. That's what it was. I couldn't remember Ludwig Kaiser.
0: Anyway, spoiler alert. Uh, Austin Theory's winning the Royal Rumble.
1: Oh, oh all right. Well, let's just get it all. Well, yeah, let's get it. That, that that that's note.
0: my theory. He you know, so he's oh. we've seen before where guys can drop straps and then come back Brock Lesnar a year ago. And uh you know, mm. then they can come back in the rumble. Theory looks so good. I love and theory. and you know, the the people have kind of they've come around to him. It's right. God, if we get Vince back. Oh my god. Well, and then maybe he thing. turns 20... on Vince. You want to put I him saw him wrestle in 2019,
1: 2018 and evolve awesome theory that's when he had the longer hair still and stuff like that and the first time i saw him i was like holy crap i'm like this guy's like a he's like a savant it's like a like he was a 20 year old kid barely a 19 year old kid at the time and he's just like this guy's just dude does everything right and he's got the right look and did everything the commitment and he loves it i mean i can't you, you can't deny cody here but i'm fascinated to hear where you go so here we go you Need
0: cody to win the rumble though he could lose the rumble and still they could set up a match because you got two nights All right. Here
1: is the card. Let's, let's go through this. Let's talk about, let's talk about, let's start with the pitch black Bray Wyatt versus LA Knight, sponsored by Mountain Dew. (laughs) I'm
0: going to try a Mountain Dew pitch black just because of this match. Find it. Here's my question.
1: And maybe I just, I'm out of touch. I don't know. Was this a real flavor or was this just something funny that, that LA Knight said and Mountain Dew is like, yeah, yeah, that's funny. Let's make one. (laughs)
0: Hey, I'm Do a guy who's in sales, working with sponsorships and things. You can sell a match, and they've gotten great traction on it in social media, doing paid ads. Oh, it's hilarious! He
1: did a he did a, good he for Night thing on it, a whole social media thing it was hilarious. With the here's with the Mountain Dew. Oh, so funny!
0: So here's the question about this match, and I, I kind of asked you off air. We wanted to talk about it here on the show, and I'm sure all the listeners out there are thinking the same thing: Is this going to be a real match, or is this going to be one of those Undertaker cinematic matches? I think it could be a hybrid, which I think is going to be, I
1: think the cinematic match that you have full crowds back is a very dangerous game to play. I, I, I don't think it should be. I think they might do a hybrid at best. Here's, here's what I think they're going to do. And I think this might be the only thing that saves this program, because I'll tell you what, to me, the, the person who got over in this program, it's not Bray Wyatt. It's not uncle howdy. It's LA Knight. You're right. And I, the crowd, when the crowd, he comes out and he goes, let me talk to you. Everyone goes, yeah. Like they look, he is great. He was, he's your he's cousin. Figured he figured out the Eli, call and response. Eli he's- Drake is your cousin, right? When he was Eli Drake, isn't he a distant relative? Of we got a lot, we
0: got Drake Maverick. We got Eli Drake. We got a lot of brothers, mother, mothers. <laughs> <there>. <laughs>
1: but, but this dude, he comes out there. He looks great. He sounds great. He doesn't take any crap off anybody. He's entertaining. He's in control of the crowd. They tried to what him. He doesn't care. Like, that is, that takes balls. This guy's got balls. I think he should win this match. I think Bray Wyatt should lose this match. And because you don't want to bury this guy. He's too hot right now. Yeah. And if you have him lose, you bury him a little bit, I think. Not a lot, but a little bit. And I think you what you do is you have him lose because of Uncle Howdy. You do the Howdy reveal with Bo Dallas. <clears throat> and then you do old school Undertaker Kane brother versus brother at WrestleMania of Bo Who Dallas and Bray him Wyatt. Uncle
0: Howdy. This is the know. dumbest thing. <laughs> Did Vince do this on the, his last day there and said, you know, okay, you guys want me to leave uncle? Howdy's the thing? No. Cause he wasn't even there then. It's, when Wyatt the, worst. Came back. it's the worst. This it's is, bra- stupidest well, this, is name.
1: this is the problem. Bray Wyatt has so many ideas and not a lot of them are good. It's like Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho has some ideas that are gold, but the problem is that's like 25% of them. And if you don't have somebody to reel in Chris Jericho, it becomes a problem. It's like Chris Jericho with the list. Amazing. Chris Jericho mm-hmm. in Japan got a little wacky there. Chris Jericho in AEW. La Champion was fun and the bubbly. And then it just, it was like, oh, I can do anything I want. And now they're all wearing purple,
0: you know, <laughs> suits. The Jericho appreciation society is awful.
1: It's so bad. And, and like, it's just, and that's the thing. It's like, that's what happens. You let him give you give him a little and he just takes a a country mile.
0: I watched Jericho the other night on name that tune. (laughs) It was Jericho against like some figure skater or something. He actually won. He did a great job.
1: What do you think of Bo Dallas and Bray Wyatt working a program for WrestleMania? I think it would be fun. Is it too soon? Do you need it yet? Are the fans invested Four months? Well, the the fans, I think, are kind of. I think when he went back to the Firefly Funhouse, half the crowd was really excited, and the other half, like me, are like, "Oh, really? I really don't want to go back to the Fiend. I really want to." Do I this hate the again. Fiend. Fiend's the worst.
0: Never bring Here, that back again.
1: Here's a book. Here's a little outside the box for you. What I would love is if Bray Wyatt came back for this match as the Fiend, but Bo Dallas as Uncle Howdy comes out. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell.
0: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18
1: plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Takes out the fiend, pulls the mask off of him, and just kind of exposes him. Says, you're just a man. Like, you're just... That's all you are. You're not some monster. You're not some supernatural being or whatever it is. You're just Wyndham Rotunda. That's all you are. I, who chills. Like, I would be like, oh, wow. Let's go, like, because Bo Dallas, I know you. I'm your brother. Stop. And, I, and maybe the whole reason he's dressing up in these stupid things
0: is to prove the point. Like, it's just, it's stupid. Like Do they call him amazing. Bo Dallas when he comes back? I mean, can he ever get out of the shadow of Bo Leave? I
1: think it's long enough, and I think enough, there's been enough in between that he can. I think he can because I think enough people know that they're brothers and enough people want that angle. But it's a great question. I thought the same thing. You know, he was
0: great. He was NXT champion. He was really good, you know, worker down there. They
1: could, I mean, he could even embrace it, but in a darker way. It's it's very Cody like.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And and aren't those the best stories at this point? The guys that. The guys that you, you you know the real story and they're embracing the reality of it and they bring it like that's both. That's the best, you know, real life heat, real life stuff makes money. Um, next match is Bianca versus Alexa Bliss. You can't really come have, on. you can't <laughs> have, yeah, come on. Like you got to move on with this. Uh, Roman Reigns and KO, I think is going to be fantastic. Can we just say that? Like, I think that they were
0: great be... a few years ago when they oh, had their match. Tremendous. Remember when yeah. uh, he had him, uh it, it might've been a Royal Rumble two years ago where he had Roman, yeah, uh, remember he had him handcuffed and they Mm -hmm. couldn't get the handcuff off of him. So they had to quickly find some way where basically somebody came over and had to unlock Reigns because he was like handcuffed and he couldn't get yeah, There was some weird thing that happened there. That was a really, really good match. Owens is awesome. I'd love to see Owens get one of those belts and and work with it. But this storyline is about Sami Zayn. It's not about Kevin Owens getting over. Kevin Owens already over in terms of that, but it's not about him getting over Roman Reigns.
1: Well, if Kevin won, then who, I mean, how do you book that from there?
0: There's gotta be some sort of Sammy swerve to it's either Sammy keeps turning on Kevin and you get a Kevin Sammy build for mania and then you get your Roman Cody, because they're not going to have Roman feud with two guys. Well,
1: I got to say, that's to me, that's the only way you do it. I agree. If you have Kevin win, then it's got to be Kevin Sammy, and it's got to be, you know, you take it for the bloodline, and then we it's weird, because then Sammy becomes this huge babyface character. But that's kind of weird, because KO is the babyface, and then, like, are we rooting for the bloodline one night, and then not on the second night, if, mm. if it's Cody? And that's I just said the Austin Theory's is winning the Rumble. <laughs> look i love awesome theory but i i don't know if you're ready for the rumble yet but i mean you're right if vince has any hand
0: in it who knows <laughs> Here's i got F- a theory can i lay guys. the craziest craziest thing on you and it is this for the men or the can, women's rumble this is for the men's all right hold hold the men's okay let's, i got a crazy theory if i want to hear them. booking
1: i love the fantasy booking let's do here are the people announced for the women's rumble Liv Morgan, Candice LeRae, Rhea Ripley, Raquel Rodriguez, Shayna Bezar, Zelina Vega, Emma. Now, I mean, we're going to get full roster people. I think we will get returning Chelsea Green. I think you will get Mickey James, and I'll tell you why in a second with the men's Rumble. I think Mickey will show up again with her impact belt. I think that's something they they like to do now and dabble around with that, play around with that stuff. Um, I'm going to make a hot take that I don't think you're going to see a lot of the things that you see in the past. I think you will get the setup though. The Becky, I love, I love, love, love Bailey. She's been hilarious. Mm-hmm. That segment two weeks ago was crap. And the two of them in the ring were throwing Karen insults at each other. It was so bad. It was just terrible. It looked completely disjointed. This whole feud with with Becky and Bailey and, and damage control, it's just crap. It just, I don't know. It's just not working for me. You have two choices. You can kind of let it go all together here, and I think they will, or you can keep going with it. I think they let it all together, and I think you do get Becky and Ronda spitting off from the Rumble. That's what I think the Rumble is going to do. And then you have a couple options here. To me, I think Rhea is the winner. I think Rhea is the winner. I think you get Asuka returning as that different character she's been teasing. And I think at the end, you get Asuka, and you get Rhea, and Rhea wins, and you do Rhea, Bianca, and then you have charlotte open there i know bianca charlotte's what everybody wants but i don't know how you get there necessarily that's my only thing so how do you see the women's rumble shaking out and who do you think the two opponents are i mean you can always run oscar and charlotte because oscar's never beaten charlotte and to be oscar's best matches have been with charlotte at the wwe level i'd love to see that one more time where oscar actually gets the w because i hate when charlotte's a good guy because it just doesn't feel Mm -hmm. right those are the three women's matches Becky, Ronda doesn't need a belt. You you promote two young women there with, with Rhea and Bianca. You have Rhea go over and you have that whole thing happen. And then you do Charlotte, Asuka for all the, you know, people who just want to see that one more time. Those are the three women's big time matches I see. What do you see potentially spinning out of the Rumble and then predicting out of it?
0: So the Rumble, the women's match always has a problem in my mind because there's just not enough characters that the fans know and or care about or believe that can win in the men's match. I, I think you get a little more. You, can, sure, think, oh, okay, you this, can
1: believe Drew McIntyre. You can believe, you know, there's a couple of people. Yeah. There's, there's, there's maybe the women's ten, there's like, two. maybe there's five. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So well, it's more than two. There's more than Becky That believable. women's division.
0: Joe struggled when you lost Sasha. She's not coming back. And you had Charlotte out doing her thing. And, and I mean, so now you had, the Liv Morgan Ronda stuff. That SmackDown belt was terrible. It was it useless. Was. I think that, it Liv was is unwatchable.
1: Actually, I think Liv's done a good job of uh, reinventing herself after that, though. I think I think she's, I think she gets better and better as as the more distance she gets away from that moment. But I agree, that was definitely bad. But I think the crowd's starting to come back around for her in a, in a fun way. Something it,
0: interesting to watch. So with this, they put the belt on Charlotte so fast for a reason. They could have had mm-hmm. Charlotte just come back and win the Rumble. Like, no one would have cared. Right. Like, okay, hey, look, Charlotte's back, and she just won the Rumble. She's going to Mania, and then you can have her fight uh, Bel Air there. I still think in L.A., big rum- they want to headline one of the nights with Bel Air flair. I, how they get there is going to be the tricky part. So is there a way... When you know, we're gonna have all this Uncle Howdy stuff, and they're teasing it with Alexa Bliss. They somehow the Uncle Howdy character comes out earlier, and they get Alexa Bliss to go over Bianca Belair. You can have a ton of help, a ton of weirdness, all kinds of stuff happen. Put the belt on her. Bianca then comes into the Rumble. Bianca Belair wins the Rumble and sets up, you know, how wherever she but wants isn't to Isn't
1: that from kind there. of a rehash of what we did with Becky a couple years ago? It was like, oh, Becky loses, and then Becky you know, knocks out yes. Dana Brooke and then comes into the rumble. Like I just feel like I've seen that already. You're not but, wrong. But, That's the way to do it. And you do it by bringing sanity back. You have Nikki Cross, you know, come back with Eric Young, who is already, you know, back with WWE. We just haven't seen him yet. Um, you know, like you could do that and return sanity there
0: with where's Nikki the money? And- There's what you get where's the who's buying WrestleMania to watch, you know, live Morgan against uh, well, Bianca, Bel- nobody. nobody. Bianca about and that.
1: Charlotte is definitely what I want. I, the only way I, I don't want Alexa to have this belt here. I think this is, that would be a terrible decision. Um, I think what you do is you have perhaps, you know, you put the women's, uh, SmackDown Championship up in Elimination Chamber and have Oscar win.
0: That's a good point because you've got Can time to get there. Maybe some little because that would put here, Charlotte then vacates the belt. You know. It's it's a tricky situation
1: they put themselves in. I mean, what would be super fun is if this whole Sasha Banks thing was the greatest work of all time, and we all just bought oh. into it. Um, which there's a part of me, there's a little glimmer that I still feel like I wouldn't put it past them. It's it's small though. Like it, mm-hmm. it was a hundred percent for me three months ago, and then after she showed up in, in New Japan, I was kind of like. Eh. But then again, she showed up in New Japan and worked Kairi Sane, who is somebody I miss desperately here i think she was so great and she never got an opportunity she deserved in the states she got destroyed by stupid people like naya jackson all those people just constantly hurting her who couldn't wrestle um but you're right the women's thing is kind of so you, do you think ronda's done
0: i don't think ronda's in the, even in the royal rumble no i mean if she came out you would think she'd go back after charlotte because that's who she just lost the title to in two minutes uh, mm. and at, at SmackDown a few weeks ago. But I feel like if you're going to rip the title off of Ronda with no build, you're not getting a number. You're not selling any tickets and you took it away from her. That's gotta be, she's gotta be like gone, gone away for a while. Cause otherwise you do it right. You have her, you know, lay down and, and, and kind of pass the torch the right way to, to Charlotte. Like it, it didn't make sense to it. It seemed like one of those things when like, you know, a guy gets a DUI or something like we're taking the belt off you tonight, Rob Van Dam. And you know, it's over with one of those deals. It just, it seems too weird. And then to have her come back out, like,
1: I don't know. I I just well, don't you think can't do Bianca and Becky again. Nobody wants that. I agree. Charlotte and Bianca is the thing to do, but I, I just have that hard. You, the only other thing you can do <clears throat> is that Bianca lose. Don't put her in the rumble, have her win elimination chamber and beat Charlotte. And then you can run that whole Charlotte Bianca feud there <clears throat> that you could also do, but then you, you have, the then scenes. who's Rhea Ripley's opponent then like how, who's, who's Rhea go against? Is it Rhea Alexa bliss? Is that really the match people want?
0: Like, eh. that's the problem. They've painted Well, they didn't paint themselves in the corner. They just don't have enough talent in, in, in my mind in that women's division, not in terms of their, maybe they're in ring. They don't have well, enough. They have the talent. Are, they just, they don't have over enough elite enough. talent,
1: right? Yeah. They don't have enough elite talent. They're a little ADW's thin is in calular. the same boat.
0: The well, AEW women's the- division you look at you oh, like, I don't care don't about even start people. with that.
1: But here, here's the other trick with, with this grouping too, is they have some of these people, but you have to elevate EO Shirai very soon because she is a main event person. She's got the wrestling skills. She's got the, the she's still, she's a star. She's a star. She's one of the top three women in the entire industry. I've been saying it for years. Now she can give you big time matches on the top level too. She did it in NXT for years, she did it in Japan for years. She is the star. Rhea is a star, Bianca's a star. You're right. But like Rhea is the one they're going to elevate. Io should be the next one they elevate. But after that it does get a little tricky. There's no doubt about that. They didn't know?
0: give us Becky Bailey on Raw 30. What if that's their storyline of we never got to see it. I never got you, blah, blah, blah. I want you in the cage. Well, um, at that's Mania. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. Maybe
1: it's they're just saying, you know what? We're gonna pass this whole Ronda thing. Can we spread this Becky thing out with damage control all the way to April? Ugh, that's a tough sell because it's not been good, but we'll see. It is it is a very tough sell. Let's get to the men here. The men's Royal Rumble participants, a lot more been Announced, but again, just because they're announced, we all know it doesn't mean they show up in it. (laughs) God, I love that. Kofi Kingston, Santos Escobar, who I absolutely love, who is going to be a star. Uh, Austin Theory, Ricochet, Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley, Baron Corbin, Rey Mysterio, Gunter, uh, Cody Rhodes, Omos, Drew McIntyre. Why is Omos in this thing? Sheamus, Braun Strowman, Karrion Cross. So obviously with these guys, there's a finite number here. they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com
0: to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life.
1: No purchase necessary. VTW. Void by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. To me, sometimes with wrestling, the easy booking is the right booking. It's Cody. You book Cody. Mm. You have Cody go over. I think you have him come out at 30 and you really milk it for everything it's worth and you keep waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. It's kind of like what they did at mania where we all knew Cody was going to be the opponent for Seth Rollins and it didn't matter. And we just waited and waited and we got it and we were still happy about it. I think you do the same thing. Plus at 30, you protect him a little bit physically. Sure. It doesn't have to be working as long. I think you have Cody. I think you have him at 30. I think what you do is you have Cody and Seth be the last two people. And that's how you run that one more time. You run that for five, 10 minutes, that rivalry one more time. Now the danger of that is Seth is kind of over right now. So the only other person I think would be in the, in the, in the last part with him is Gunther. I think Gunther Cody or Seth Cody. Those are the two people that I think are the most believable at this point. Again, the Seth one's tough because the crowd loves him so much. Like, do you want to do that to Cody? Does that make a weird moment for him to throw him out of the ring or does all the emotions of that that last time they were together come back and people like, oh, yeah, yeah, beat Seth one more time? I don't know. What do you think of those two options? And then we'll get to your Austin theory theory.
0: Oh, yeah, I've got, <laughs> I got a few there for that. Um, so, yeah, does Cody need to win the Rumble, though? In my mind, no. He could still find his way to WrestleMania, but is it the great story, like you said, and then they can show it on every documentary that they make, you know, the, the return of Cody Rhodes and all that stuff? So yeah, you're right. That's a great way you put it, Joe. Is that sometimes the s- easiest way is the smartest way. So could that happen? Absolutely. I, I look at guys like like Drew McIntyre and uh, you know the-, the Lashley. To me, I never get excited when I see those guys. Like if they win, I just kind of like turn the TV off. point. I'm like, eh, like I-, I don't care about Sheamus. I, I don't, I don't care think about McIntyre. that's what I mean. I
1: think the only winners of this thing can possibly be. Sammy Zayn in some weird twist of fate Ooh. or or Cody. I think those are the only two that you could really make a case for. You can't make a case for Seth because it doesn't make sense at this point. Uh um, I like
0: that Sammy Zayn thing.
1: But the Sammy Zayn winning that creates an enormous potential tension there because first of all why is Sammy in the rumble to begin with, right? Should Sammy be in the rumble? Like, why should he be in like? Is he gonna face Roman? <laughs> like, why? Why does Sammy go into the Rumble number one, number two? If he's in the Rumble and he wins, what kind of incredible tension does that create there? But the Ooh, only problem it... is, you are really cutting the star power of Cody off there, mm. and you're bypassing him. And I don't think you're paying Cody Rhodes the money you're paying him for that. And that's not how you build new stars. And I love Sami Zayn, but Sami Zayn can't carry the company. Sami Zayn could be. Champ for three months. You want to come out of mania with a fresh start here. And I think you want to come out of mania with somebody who can who's got star power that people got to tune in for. I don't know if the general public tunes in for Sammy Zayn. Like you said, your kids go like, who's this guy with the beard? You know, like, you know, I love Sammy. Sammy is great. Sammy doesn't get enough credit for how great of a wrestler he is. I have no problem with Sammy Roman at SummerSlam to finish this whole thing up. If you really want to like drag it out, I think you can. But to me, it's just Cody at the end of the day. I want to hear this Austin Theory thing though. I, I, Walk uh, me through that.
0: So there's two levels to this Austin Theory, right? <laughs> so number one, I just think Austin Theory is really good. He's got a great Agreed. look. Uh the the fans have finally come around to him. And I think you could, you know, he had the money in the bank thing, and they didn't, you know, as soon as Triple H came in, they kind of put the kibosh on that. Here's where it gets crazy. Follow me on this. And, and people could immediately throw their, you know, phone that they're listening to this show on out the window. <laughs> Who is who's coming back? That we believe to take things over in the wwe vince come on oh, you want
1: to make it a storyline
0: yes and big, I mass want, of heat. you want to get crazy that's good i want vince to enter the rumble vince comes, vince comes vince oh, comes out at 30 who's with him he cleans possibly. it out theory his boy save whatever <laughs> happens vince starts a new stable with Theory as his guy and runs rough shot now as the evil Mr. McMahon character again, and create, you can create new storylines, new heroes. Drake, new villains.
1: That is a fantastic. I mean, if it happens, I'm here for it. That is Or something. Vince even, even just comes deep.
0: out ringside Do you, you know the pop that'll happen if it gets to 30 and the no chance in hell hits and Vince comes out and then Theory's throwing guys out and he wins. Wow. He's in the ring with them. They go to WrestleMania. Wow. And then, I mean, It could get crazy there now, but then that kind of throws off. Or does it throw off? Now you can have uh, Well, now you have Cody. Right. Cody. They could go do their thing, Cody Roman. And now you've got theory with Vince fighting whoever. You know, because if Vince came back, he's going to get put on TV. There's no way they're not putting him back on television. If he comes, it's too big of a story. They are just, they're addicts for that number. And the pop. And Vince, he did it. The guy
1: got exposed and they brought him out
0: to start SmackDown. And if he comes back. Forever. (laughs) I mean, maybe he won't win it. Maybe that's crazy. But I could see him coming back and starting the the head of this new faction.
1: Of, of yeah, the hostile takeover. Yes.
0: <laughs> it's fun.
1: Oh, the Royal
0: Rumble. And then he, maybe he feuds place. with Triple H, and then Triple H becomes another Oscar. We know Triple H is great on the mic. Well,
1: you have the Triple H guys, and then you have the Vince guys, you know. You yes. Have the, the old guard, the new guard. You have a whole new thing there.
0: Is Brian and Drake, then you've ladies got and gentlemen. That's good. And then is why I wanted to join the show. <laughs> who's been Who's been with and without uh, Triple H, who's been like the biggest thorn in his life? Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. Seth Rollins becomes Triple H's guy. He's now that's you know he, so now you got we've already seen well, it you a little run bit
1: Triple H and Theory. Yeah, again. You know,
0: and, I, look, and, I'll watch. I'll watch. I mean, I'm sorry. You run Austin
1: Theory and uh Seth Rollins again, which is I'll watch that all day long. Like those two go. guys, to me, that's still the match I come back to for WrestleMania for Seth. Everyone's wondering, well, where's where's Seth for WrestleMania? I think it's with Theory. Uh, any bold predictions on returns? I said for the women, I think it's Chelsea green. I think you get Oscar back. I think Dewdrop comes back, but she comes back as Piper Niven and we start fresh with her, uh, for the men I'm thinking we, because we're getting Chelsea green, we're getting Matt Cardona, uh, Mm. as either Matt Cardona or as Zach Ryder, but I think it's going to be the Matt Cardona personality regardless. And I think you're going to get Nick Aldis. I think Nick Aldis from NWA is going to sign. He is a great fit for WWE at this point in his career. To me, AEW will be a waste for him. He should go to WWE and give it a shot for a year or two and see what he could do. Those are my return guys. Any returns for you that you think are going to pop up there and surprise us?
0: Well, if you have a better understanding of maybe some of these aew contracts and some of the guys that have been the shelf and not doing anything what are they doing with miro over there can that's they get the him problem. out of his He's deal still, no like he is
1: still that's the problem him and andrade are still just buried in this contract situation and i don't know exactly how their AEW contracts work but if it's anything like the wwe ones it's you have them for a certain period of time and it doesn't matter how long they're inactive for it. It's, it matters how long they're using them for some of those. Every contract is different, but I do not know how the AW ones work. I do know that it seems to be some of the early ones, like the guys, like the Joey Janellas of the world who were gone, long gone from that company as they should be. They were just like standard contracts for two years and then they expired. I don't know with some of the bigger talents, like the Miro's of the world, but miro and andrade two guys that are just completely just i mean they're not on TV. they're just not there i don't understand yeah. it they're like just you know and miro had done a, i never i liked rusev i thought rusev day was fun i never thought mm-hmm. it should have been a, the, the top main event like some people did but i i think he's become a better version of whatever he's done it i like this the redeemer character it's cool it's dark it's interesting he's just doing nothing there, you know? And you know what? I think AEW has a, I mean, WWE has a better version of Andrade and Santos Escobar. Because Santos Escobar is a a real promo. He can actually speak. And in the ring, he's as good as Andrade, if not better. Yeah,
0: and I think Andrade's hurt, too. He's got
1: uh, his hand from punching Sammy Guevara in the face a thousand times.
0: (laughs) uh, You and I, before the show started, had a great thought of a surprise entrant, Pat McAfee. Yes, that was the other one. Yes, Pat. Thank you. Pat McAfee comes back
1: into the rumble, gets eliminated and goes and sits down at commentary. That's what well, I love sense. that. I love like that. that. So I think thanks we get for reminding McAfee. me about it.
0: I think we get McMahon showing up in some form. Now they had all those legends hanging out on Monday. One or two of those guys. It's gonna, like the traveling circus, right? Like, hey, come hang out for the week. Diamond Dallas Page or the Godfather or one of these guys just for a fun entrance. We'll you know. know we always see an old <clears throat> if- guy.
1: If, if triple h is really still completely in control of everything it'll show by who's in this rumble and who's not because i think yeah. triple h has more respect for the people who work every single week and you know those people get pissed off when they're not in the rumble they're not and they don't get booked in the rumble they're everything like, who is this one-off nonsense person they get a cheap pop and whatever and i know that's part of the rumble and people like that but again the rumble supposed to be Something different. Also, if you've never seen it, make sure you go watch the 1992 Royal Rumble with Ric Flair. Always a great thing. I have it uh, set up. Cornette and and Brian Last just did a uh, a watch along on mm-hmm. YouTube of it, so you can set the time at the same time and you could watch it along with them as they comment about and, and Cornette tells stories and stuff about oh, all the guys. Great. I gotta go. That's that's my plan on uh, Friday before the Rumble. That's what I'm <laughs> gonna watch. Yeah.
0: That. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me throw a, a couple more crazy things at you. Yeah, guy, uh, okay. I think definitely going to be in it. I think John Cena, I think John Cena is in the rumble. We just saw him a few weeks. You ago. You know what?
1: You're probably right. You're probably right. Cena's probably in there. And then I, I, and don't, then we get I a also match don't like when Cena you get tag team earlier. guys in the rumble. Like I don't like. I never like that. Like you're never going to like. Don't put Montez Ford in the rumble. Like it's just weird. Like it just, he's in a tag team. Unless you're going to really separate those guys. Like there's something in the past that they've done. They put like two pieces of a tag team in the rumble. I always hated that. Like it's a yeah. single wrestler event. And I do think after mania, you are going to see once those belts get separated out, you're going to see a a, um, a, a renaissance of the tag team division. Cause you're going to get FTR back. They're going to be back. Uh, you're going to have the street profits. You're going to have the Viking Raiders. You're going to, I think you're going to have Gargano and Champa co back together.
0: Cause I don't think there's anything else for them to do except try that. Nothing you There's know nothing I, for those guys i mean triple h loves them to death but i you got two guys who are five eight i mean what are you doing i mean let's go i think
1: you put them a diy and you let them run one more time and see if they can catch fire that way and i think they might i think matches against the usos and diy i'm here for that like i'd like to watch that Um, uh, but that i think you've got all the pieces in in place for a renaissance of the tag team division but it's not going to happen until you get to mania season and then post mania like you're just kind of slowly building that up brian drake so fun to have you again. Follow him on Twitter at Drake fantasy. Uh, one of my good pals in the industry of fantasy sports and also uh, a fellow wrestling aficionado like myself. It was great having you on the show today. That'll do it for us, obviously. But uh, don't forget, make sure you subscribe to In This Ring wherever you get your pods and follow us on Twitter at In This Ring at Joe PS 17. And that's the bottom line. Because Joe P said so. I'm coming out at 30.